All right, uh, so let's jump right into it, Ed. Welcome to the Sofa Kingdom podcast with your hosts, Nelson, Ian, and the Magnificent. So (laughs) that's how we like to roll, you know that. Um, So I definitely wanted to bring something up, a little bit of a documentary uh, that I've seen uh, this week on Netflix about um, video games and... um, it's called Night Trap. So this video game was on par with Mortal Kombat in the hearings originally to be what was presented as evidence to why video games are destroying children's lives. <laughs> they, <laughs> always the, they always try this. They always try this. Yeah. And when you watch the documentary, you're like, holy shit. I could see where they're coming from. Like They picked the two worst games at the time that they could present, and they made a very substantial argument and this is essentially what got like video game ratings. This is before on. Manhunt. This yeah, before, yeah, oh yeah, way okay. before, before Manhunt. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. They, that's why they had to start yeah, yeah, giving rating doing the ratings themselves so they wouldn't get shut down. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So the right. game is horrendous. It's called Night Trap. Um, the guy's intentions were good. He wanted to do like a choose your adventure. You're the hero of a story, young kids trying to trap people from breaking into your house it's never good when you start out like that like the guy's intentions <laughs> were good. No, yeah they were good yeah. but what happened was he All got good intentions he got yeah. railroaded by the people that were financing the game so basically at the time everybody wanted to create something that would essentially sell toys mm. so if you weren't creating okay. something that sold toys you know you, you had a hard time because the they, star they, wars model exactly exactly mm. so Night Trap was a game that was supposed to be about ninjas being trapped by you as the player choosing different ways to trap him in the house. Was this before Home Alone or after Home Alone? <laughs> it might be around the same what? time as it's Home Alone. A, it sounds like wholesome family fun. Was the main character a small blonde boy with blue eyes? <laughs> Fuck, it was. No, <laughs> uh, no, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, he actually was a brunette. So. Oh, no. Never mind. Completely different. So, so, so exactly what was happening was he wanted to do a game with ninjas. Then they're like, no, you can't use ninjas because we don't want kids at home to emulate something that they could do in real life. We don't want kids picking up a knife or a sword. Uh, he's like, even ninja stars? They're like, yeah, yeah, ninja stars. Yeah, because ninja stars are readily available in Absolutely, every household. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. kept them in the drawer. Sure. Yeah. And at this time, he still had to like explain to people what fucking ninjas were. So what kind of ninjas are these? <laughs> so yeah. the worst kind. Because no knives, no, no, no shuriken, nothing. <laughs> right. like- so they ditch ninjas. So he's like, um, no. how about we do something scary like vampires? They're like, yes, we love vampires, only if they have no teeth and they can't bite. <laughs> he's like, so not vampires? They're like, no, 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 vampires. And, oh, and they can't move fast. They have to walk slowly. So slow moving with no teeth vampires. He had to come up with some ridiculous name for them. And the way that they would attack people is with a device, a collar, that he, they would essentially put around your neck or your leg or your arm to suck the blood out of you to later use for themselves. Because they had no teeth. Because they were starving <laughs> because they had no teeth. So we have, t- we have tooth... <laughs> toothless. We have toothless vampires. That move like the penguin. That are now feeding off you through jewelry. Yes, essentially. Essentially. This, this okay, is an right. interesting epidemic of vampires with no teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Why didn't Twilight so, capitalize on this? Uh, I, they should have. They should but have. They would have I would have watched. They I may have watched one. as well. That's what yeah. I say. They, they needed an appropriate level of sparkle. I don't know yeah. if the consoles could do that yet. <laughs> so, long story short, the game was a huge flop as far as um, the gaming industry was concerned. But the consumers, because it went to court with Mortal Kombat, were eating it up. They yep. couldn't keep it on the shelves. Because everybody is thinking to themselves, well, if we shouldn't have it, then we want it. Yeah. And this was a game that was sold with none other than the Sega CD package. Oh, oh fantastic. <laughs> so, that was a like, bestseller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the reason why I'm bringing it up is because actually, I'd say not too long ago, they brought it back as a special edition to the Nintendo Switch of all consoles. Well, the, Nintendo the, the, is trying to get a more hardcore audience. They're trying to get more adult games because they are seen as the children's platform. Right. No better way to get a hardcore audience than Toothless Vampire. <laughs> right? <laughs> but if you fancy yourself the family console, is Night Trap really the route to did, go? <laughs> did they at least update the graphics, new sprites, something? Um, no, I mean, nobody drinks Sprite. I'm a Coca-Cola guy <laughs> myself. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently, yeah, they, they updated it and they put it out as like an anniversary edition. But to me, still just an odd choice of uh, games to bring back to what is essentially a family console. Yeah, I wonder, like, you, you, we mentioned all these, like, the Mortal Kombat, the, the, the Manhunt, the Night Trap, the Postal, all these games that were controversial to us. Like, I, I, Japan's come up with some pretty messed up games. I, I wonder how they would yeah. stack up to some of the games that Japan's made that, like, you can't even get... On any consoles here, like, but Japan's got free reign. I mean, e even for their television shows, their animation, they have a line of like, some of this is not for children. These are, these aren't, and their society as a whole understands that. Right, things that look like they're for children are not. Right. right. In America, if it looks like it's for children, they don't care. They automatically jump down your throat like you can't do that. Oh, yeah. Also, this is this coming from a culture where you can just buy used women's panties and vending machines. You know? <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I mean, Eddie has several of those that he ordered on eBay, I believe. No, it's, it's OnlyFans. They oh, sell them on oh, OnlyFans. All right, yes. my bad. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, how and, about you, Ian? And and by the way, he only has five. I'll be by to pick up five. my eBay. <laughs> <laughs> also, some of those were for you. Got yeah, you. Yeah, yes. got you. Oh, yeah, my okay. bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, how, how about you, Ian? anything uh, interesting this week uh you know we got the um we got the uh ufc fight tonight in houston uh we got uh derek lewis fighting cyril gane um i mean not really much to say about that it's for it's kind of a snub they kind of took francis and gane's <laughs> belt from him because he, he speaks out one time he speaks out one time about fighter pay you know like wait a minute these youtubers make millions of dollars how uh what are we doing wrong and all of a sudden, the next month, hey, we have a fight for the interim heavyweight belt. That's fucked up. It what is. they realize is they had like another uh, John Jones on their hand mm -hmm. or like another, uh, what's that really light featherweight uh, Mighty Mouse Johnson? Yeah. yeah. Where yeah. nobody was going to stack up to beat this guy and take that belt from him. So yeah. they're like, you know what? This is an opportunity to shake up the division and put other people in there. But how, how petty is that? They were like, you, you put out one like tweet <laughs> to slight your boss and they build a whole event Listen, around stealing your belt from you. Dana like, White is the epitome of fucking petty. All right? <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He'll let you know real quick. He, he has no problem with, with stepping all over you and taking... He doesn't care about the heat. 
he gets yeah. from it. No, he's no. like Puff Daddy. No, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. He doesn't keep his. He doesn't do a good job of yeah. hiding how he feels. Did you see the suite that he's staying in on this weekend for the fight? Yes, in the in the uh, what it's the name. It's the hotel in Houston. I'm trying to think. Of it's name the of it. entire floor. It has a basketball court. Its own gym. It's got in the a room. full stop bar. Room? In the fucking room. room. Damn, listen. If it, I had that kind of money, I'd do it too. It, basketball it, court. It's absurd. There was a yeah, there was a <laughs> basketball court. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous. And all the comments below it are like, so this is where the fighter pay goes. Yeah. And it's all that kind of shit underneath. And it's clear he just doesn't care. He doesn't, no, he doesn't. read it. It, it. He enjoys the controversy because either way, they said like, you know, any press is good press. So it yeah. doesn't matter if they're talking shit. They're talking about the UFC. Yeah, he's but, the yeah. big boy in town. So but people, it's, people it, are going to watch. It's, actually, it's actually a big fight. And, and they're, it's for the interim heavyweight belt. So it's going to be the guy that theoretically is going to fight Francis whenever right. Francis is back in action. Because um, Stipe, we just got word the other day that Stipe may be uh, signed up to fight John Jones. Oh, John Jones' that, first fight at heavyweight is against former champion Steve okay. Miocic. That's a tough fight. That's a hell of a way. fight. But you know what? For John Jones, and if John if John comes in there and ices Steve, there's nothing to do but give him the belt. I mean, yeah. give him the title shot. He has to. He gets it. I mean, yeah. But again, that comes down to is the UFC willing to pay? Because John Jones said he's willing to fight the fight, but he wants the money, and so yeah. that that that. It all comes back down to I fight mean, or he's, pay. He's lost so much money from all the violations and all the times True. he wasn't allowed to fight because of all his bullshit outside the <laughs> ring. <Driving drunk. laughs> <laughs> there. Illegal substances. But no, yeah, yeah, for Dick sure. Dick pills. <laughs> so, I, I mean, mean you, no. You, <laughs> he, he, but he is, you got to say, in, in the, the only person that can beat John Jones is John Jones. Right. I mean, we've seen that. He's, he's been he's his own worst enemy. Everybody. Yeah. Do you I think agree. he loses the asterisk? behind his name at some point in time. Absolutely. Because anywhere he goes with all his Absolutely. wins, there's always the... Anderson Silva. Anderson Anderson Silva, as great as he is, we yeah. all talk... I mean, what he did, beating the guys the way he beat him. If you look at Anderson Silva's fight against Dan Henderson back in the day, at 185, and the way he just beat the ever-loving yeah. shit, at a, yeah. outclassed him completely, outstruck yeah. him, then submitted him quick, easy. He was Matrix in he, the ring He in was He was the Michael Jordan of MMA back in the day, yeah. but there's always going to be that thing on his record... Of one performance enhancing drugs, sure, got busted for it. Two stayed too long. Yeah, yeah. stayed too long. I mean, he got the Chuck Liddell thing. Yeah, I mean, where he ended up point, on everybody's highlight reel. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I don't even think of the issues he had with the the drugs as much as I think of he stayed too long. When I think of Anderson Silva, he was the greatest at one point, and he just stuck around too long. the 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 drugs is not even a, a second thought, let alone a third or a fourth. Yeah. When I'm thinking of Anderson Silva, now yeah. going back to the Derek Lewis fight. Who's your pick for uh, winning this fight? And here's the thing with Derek Lewis. Uh, Derek Lewis, I've lost so much betting against him <laughs> because he, like, he, Volkov, uh -huh. against Alexander Volkov. Volkov is teeing off on him, peeling him apart, giant-ass Russian, just outboxing him the whole fight. What, 20 seconds left in the fifth round? He gets murked? Yep. I mean, same thing. He's going up against Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades, fantastic wrestler, on a tear. Everyone's like, oh, he's on his way to the next title shot. What happens? An uppercut from hell just banishes Curtis to the dark realm. And that's the thing about Derek Lewis. He's not outstanding in any area, but he has that God-given, blessed, yep. like, 
Texas hard ass punching power, and it, and at any moment he can unleash it. And he, he just needs. And he has one of the best Instagram pages. Oh yes, <laughs> in the game. Like, yes. he is hilarious. Yeah, he, he brought so much attention to himself with my balls is hot, and then yes. just from there. <laughs> and that wasn't even the first ridiculous no. comment. No, no, no. I remember. No, I, I remember when he beat Travis Brown, and that whole thing was going on about Travis Brown being yeah. like a, a woman beater, having that yeah. domestic violence against him, and he literally beats the man, and then. On air says, where Ronda Rousey fine ass at? I was like, what? <laughs> you, about, you knock the man out and call out his wife? What? How about when he's holding his stomach and they're like, oh, you look like you hurt your stomach. He's like, no, nah, I got to take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love the man. Like for me, I want Derek Lewis to win whether, you know, people are saying he's going to be the one to win or not. To me, I like Derek Lewis enough. I think he's a great fighter. Yeah. He's the underdog a lot of times, and he and I think tonight around to win. He may be higher ranked, but tonight I think Ciro Gane is got to be the favorite on a lot of people's cards. Ciro sure. Gane represents the evolution of the sport. Right. I mean, France just got just legalized MMA not too long ago, mm. and Ciro Gane is a gigantic, athletic, just ripped Muay Thai champion from France who also has a heel hook win. In the UFC heavyweight division. Okay. How many UFC heavyweights have a heel hook win? He's very yeah. technically sound, hmm. and he shows the evolution of the sport. Sure. He may be the next wave of uh, heavyweight fighters we see coming out of Europe. And if you think about it, he's from the gym that Francis Ngannou arrived at when he came from Cameroon to France. He's the first fighter that's like staying from right. that gym. Like he he is he literally is French MMA. I mean, so okay. he could essentially come in here, win this fight, and... Well, it, really put the mark on that gym too, right? Like, yes, and it would set up a good story. Major monsters coming out of that academy, absolutely, and it would set up a hell of a. Either way, whoever wins tonight, it sets up a great story for the title fight because one, Derek Lewis wins. You have the only person that has a win over Francis Ngannou that Francis Ngannou hasn't avenged. Yes, Stipe did, but then Francis iced him. So, and Cyril Gane, it would be a good story because one. Two gigantic, intimidating presences. I mean, physically, and he's fighting out of the home gym that Francis was yeah. at while I he was in I get that a Ferris. lot too. Like when I walk into the room, they're like very physical. A, yes, a physical, yeah. dominating. I'll, I'll never forget the first time I saw you. Presence. I was, I was, <laughs> I, I was terrified. Yeah. <laughs> terrified. I almost took my belt off and left. It was bad. It was bad. Oh man! But, but my prediction for tonight: I saw a meme and it summed everything up. It said Cyril's the better striker. Cyril's better conditioned. Cyril has better fight IQ. So Derek Lewis will probably knock him out in the third <laughs> round. Oh, so that's two for Derek Lewis. Ed, what about you? What's your pick? I want Lewis to win. Yeah. I enjoy him. He, yeah. He's just a yes. fun character to watch. And I want to see that train keep rolling down the tracks. All right. There you go. So there's three people hoping the American hometown Houston guy gets it done. (laughs) And by the time you guys listen to this podcast, we'll know the answer. Yeah. (laughs) What about you, Ed? Anything uh, new and interesting? Yeah. So this week I had started playing uh, Outer Worlds. So I play a lot of single-player games. So I play on my own time. I'm never in a big rush to jump on the game the second it comes out. Um, So this one's a little... It's maybe a year. It's not terribly old. I've heard there's some similarities to Fallout there. Is is that that correct? There is. So the creators of this game is Obsidian. Obsidian was the original creators of like Fallout 2. So Fallout when it was on the PC. I was going to say, why is that familiar? Yes. Yeah. So before uh, Bethesda took over, Obsidian was the people that created Fallout. So uh, Bethesda took over. They ran with it. They did great. Obsidian has a, a, a very good track record. They also did Fallout New Vegas, which is one of the most acclaimed Fallout games as did well. Did they also do Animal Crossing? They might have not. <laughs> 
What about Viva Pinata? <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't say in? Viva Pinata yet, so we got to bring that up. Do yeah, they have a hand in it? But, yeah. but, um, but they, they do RPG games that are very much like the games Bethesda does, but much more of a gray in the missions. It's not very good or evil. A lot of times you're, you're trying to figure out what's the better choice, but the choices you're presented with, you're like, both of these fucking suck. And right. it's hard to figure out which one is the better way to go, which makes That's the kind game... of a cool approach. Yes, yeah. yeah. So they, they really do make the game much more ambiguous as to what's the better way to go. And you don't find out until later on down the line. Right. And... Um, Sounds like an interesting game. It, it It's an excellent game. If you like Fallout, it's essentially right now, it's probably the closest you get in a Fallout in space. It's got the same dark sense of humor. It's got the same style of uh, exploration, except, you know, it's not all gray like Fallout usually is. It's actually got some yeah. some color and some life to the worlds that they're on. Yeah, not a lot of happiness in the landscape of Fallout, believe it or not. No, yeah. no, no, not a lot of happiness. There's not a lot of happiness. Surprise, surprise, in, a yeah. game named Fallout. No <laughs> happiness. Yeah, not a lot of romance options yeah. in post-apocalyptic America. Yeah, Fallout, Fallout 76 was probably the only one that really had a lot of light in the world. Mm-hmm. But then when you start, like with any Fallout game, you start getting into reading the stuff on like the computer terminals and all the hacking and all that. You're like, this shit gets real, real dark. And it's the same thing with Outer Worlds where you're having um, corporations that are essentially recreated slavery. They sent these people. Never a good thing. Never, we're, not, like, we're not fans of yeah, slavery here yeah. on this planet. To a whole new no. solar system. And these people are completely <laughs> dependent on these corporations. And these corporations just... They got them stuck, and there's nothing they could do but sounds, follow what the corporations are telling them to do. It sounds eerily similar to like how our world is. Yes, <laughs> it, it is an appropriate no, game for the man. time. Yeah, I mean, um, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Praise be. Yeah. To fuck that guy. It, it's a fantastic <laughs> game, and um, they they one of the next projects they have coming out is Avowed. That's an Obsidian game as well. Nice. So Obsidian it, sounds like a dark organization. It does. Yes. It really does. Sounds like it should be part and of DC Comics. They, oh, oh <laughs> foreshadowing, foreshadowing. I was going to say the Illuminati, but DC Comics yeah, well. works, especially for this episode. So yeah. diving right into it, this episode, we're going to talk about the differences between DC and Marvel. Um, and there are definitely some distinct differences, yes. as well as there are some similarities, especially with how these two companies came about really being created. I mean, when you think about comics, when you think about the art form, um, it's a United States-created art form. It, yeah, it's an American thing. Yeah, yeah. the genre of comic books, yeah. like, it, it goes back to, like, I would say, like, the 60s, maybe even earlier than that. But oh, yeah. when, when they first started, it was around the times of, like, the Great Depression, yeah. where, like, people weren't going out and to the movies or they weren't going out doing these elaborate things. It was like they had to stay home. They had a little bit of money. So it was a cheap medium for them to escape reality. Yeah, I believe a lot of reading. them came off of originally there were magazines and then some of those stories spun off yeah. into comics. Yeah. yeah, so in the beginning, like comics wasn't even a genre. It was like westerns, sci-fi, detective magazines. That's yes. basically what everybody was uh, creating. And then DC came along. And they created Superman. 
So they actually were calling it like the Superman genre for a while there yeah. until um, other characters started being created. Uh, Superman was such a huge thing. Um, I believe it was action comics at the time. But before action comics, they were called fun comics. <laughs> you know, and they had not a, as catchy. Yeah, not no, as no, not as, not as catchy, not as catchy no, at all. No. And they eventually wound up being detective comics, which is DC Comics, and that's where uh, they ran with the ball for there. Uh, but it was first; it was Superman and detective and, comics. That's where the ray of sunshine, known as Batman, came from. Correct? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Right. yes. Yeah. That ray of sunshine. That's where he dating up mobsters and yes. goons in yes. the yes. street, and uh, and that's basically what Superman was in the beginning. He was just like. The guy didn't speak much, steamrolled villains, handled like domestic violence disputes. Couldn't, like, couldn't fly at first. You know, just, no, jumped, no. just jumped really high. He was no. leaping. He was quite the track athlete, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In a cape and underwear. Yeah. Um, but More yeah. power than a locomotive, which, you know, I've seen locomotives hit bridges and stop. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. This, this, he must have got stronger over the years. This is true. This is true. Yeah. But, like, when you discuss the differences between like the Marvel and the DC, really like DC was just like about the superhero uh, doing s heroics. And when you dove into Marvel, they were more about the people behind the masks also doing heroics. And it's funny, like the evolution of comics went with the, um, the time periods. Yeah. Like, kind of like how Captain America's involvement during World War II. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. I believe the whole propaganda behind it. Yeah. His first cover, Captain America, was him coming on the scene, punching Adolf Hitler in the face. Fantastic cover, by you the way. way. Yes. Yes, it was. One and of the great the time, moments in superhero history. Also considered very provocative yeah. because they're like, they're punching a real life world leader who is killing people <laughs> in the face. <laughs> in the face. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of the writers were immigrants. Yes. Uh, a, a lot of Jewish immigrants, as a matter of fact, um, because, you know, at America was the land of acceptance of immigrants creating this country. And a lot of those immigrants came to this country with beliefs and ideals that America was a better place. Yeah. So it translated into the books and the stories that they wrote and they told. And if you think about Superman and himself, he is like the ultimate immigrant. I mean, he yes. came here from another planet and a whole other world. And not only did he completely integrate and get raised by like by an American family. He was the pinnacle of yeah, the American he, ideal. And he's supposed to be the shining example that we all follow. Yes. So, I mean, he's like the ultimate immigrant. I mean, yeah. Which but, is why Lex Luthor can't stand it. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Racist he, he was also like, yeah, Lex Luthor, if you think about it, he's like the epitome of the corporate greed, right? Like, yeah. he's like boy Donald genius. Trump. With a lot of, <laughs> sorry. It went down the wrong with, with a lot of toys. A million and dollars. And money. You know, yeah, a million dollars. Small loan. Small loan. Yeah. <laughs> Small loan. But, you know, um, when, when, when you dive into, like, the differences, like, to me, I think where Marvel shines, I think they're a great fit with Disney, right? Yeah. Because they're fun. They're colorful. Colorful. They're outlandish, you know, um, and they stay in that lane really well. I think where DC is kind of faltered in the cinematic scene of things is that they were trying to emulate the Marvel um, success. Yes, success, and trying yeah. to do what they were doing. They're, They're trying to they do were, it too the, quick. Exactly. Yes. Marvel. I mean, hell, when you look at like when they released Iron Man the first one, and yes. then the Incredible Hulk, and then like if you look at the way they did it, they took a decade to set up that first Avengers initiative. Oh yes. yeah, they, they they prepped us for ten years. Yeah. 
before they hit us with the Avengers. But they had a plan too. Right. Like when they were creating Iron Man, they flew in all of the best minds of Marvel and Kevin Feige (laughs) into the same room (laughs) and they formed a team for Marvel Studios. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we're going to put our investment in Iron Man. And if this works out, then we're going to steamroll yeah. the rest of these uh, projects. And I think they just tried to follow the archetype too close. Yeah. Like Marvel had this type of humor that yeah. just fueled their movies. Right. It was so well-timed, yep. so well-written. And since they took their time, it, it worked. And with the one thing that bugged me with the DC is it like it felt rushed like a lot of the humor yeah. felt it felt forced, forced. it yes. felt like the writer was like they had a gun to his head i mean like they're not- like we got to get this movie out <laughs> in a month. Funny. you like, better be funny like they're like tap there beating him in the head with they're like make me laugh make me laugh like you know he's he's going yeah. fuck you know like, yeah, like, they, like, they brought the jester in in front of the king they're like make me laugh clown <laughs> you know you know what's amazing is yeah, he's like fuck he's gonna cut my feet off oh my god why why it's not- this isn't the first time I could have been a lawyer. DC is trying to play catch up with Marvel. Right. At a certain point when the comics were really going and Marvel was really at its stride, DC was deliberately trying to figure out what they were doing different than Marvel was doing right. to kind of catch up. And Stan Lee would joke about the things he would do to throw them off, deliberately making like the run this week, all the comics have a particular color on the cover or there's a particular pose that they're making. <laughs> he would deliberately throw them off by just messing around. With the formula. Yeah, and what it really came down to was, especially at that time, a lot of the DC comics were almost gods among men. Right. These indestructible characters among regular people doing amazing things. Right. And Marvel was a lot of men becoming gods. These fallible characters that had other issues outside of what they were already trying to do, right. but trying to be a better person along the way. Right. Sure, sure. And DC has always super, been... Superman was like punching stars in half. Yeah. Like. But, yeah. But not to keep shitting on DC because DC does have a shine and it's in the dark areas right, right. Yes. like when you think I mean, of like the john constantine look, look at how yes. successful some of their genres are look i mean like like dc you're right it's darker but i mean look at batman yeah. i mean the whole like how yeah, many times it's been rehashed how many t- like there's so many different versions it's so successful and such a relatable character oh, oh you know like you know that batman at one point was almost gonna get written off the shelves because they decided they brought in some writers and they were like oh we're gonna <laughs> bring in uh, like a kid aspect to it, the Batman, the Batwoman, the Batgirl, yes. you know, the Boy Wonder, and and then the Bat Dog, and <laughs> and like <laughs> Batman's out there fighting alongside of like firefighters, and and yeah. they're like, oh can, can no, we, this isn't what Batman does. Can no. we just get Robin some pants? You, like, that's, uh, <laughs> like it's been a problem with me yeah. for a while. You know, like, uh, in the comics, they originally no pants they, for they, that. No. Green, green, green thong. No. You know, yeah. go, Robin. <laughs> they eventually got there cartwheels. with the whole Bat Family theme. But it was it was almost a whole series of orphans and abandoned children and people who had nowhere else to go. So you now have Batman, and then you have you know Jason Todd, and you have Damian Wayne, and you have Batwoman. Charlie from the Chocolate Factory. So let me so. break this down. The, the first the first the first Robin comes in right, grows up, gets past puberty. Batman loses interest in him, and he becomes Nightwing. Right? Cool. Yes. Okay. Then the other kid comes in, Todd. Yep. Right, and then the Joker beats his ass with a crowbar. And Dice then comes back. Comes Red back. Hood. Red Hood, thanks to yes. Rajal Ghouls, who is an amazing character. Right. Yes. In so then there's like a child somewhere 
Razagul. Yeah, right. Damien. Damien Wayne. Wayne. So Razagul's daughter. She drugs him and rapes him essentially. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just mm-hmm. getting. That's such a that's happy. I said, See, I DC love that. Batman's such, <laughs> such a happy character arc. And then somehow he brought Gordon's daughter in. Yes. Yes. To become like what? Batgirl or Batwoman? Which one is it? Uh, Batgirl. Batgirl. Batgirl eventually becomes Batwoman. Batwoman, yes. Joker but then the again. Joker shoots her in the spine. Yes. And paralyzes, paralyzes her. her. Oracle. Another happy Correct. story. Batman the Killing Joke. Yes. Um, a great, great cartoon. I mean, I don't know, man. I, it, it, which the cartoons is what DC does amazingly well. Oh, yes, they do. That, that, and that's, that's such an important point to make. I mean... I hate when people go like, "Oh, it's a cartoon." I, 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 pa, 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 just call it pause. You know, like I, some people that, that think like your cartoons in real life. Like, relax, yeah, chill exactly. out. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, good storytelling is good storytelling. Absolutely. And if you're if you're overlooking the animated side of it, DC's animated cinematic universe is unbelievable. If it you is. have HBO Max, you have access to almost all of it. Yes. And the, the, yeah. the, I mean the the Justice League Dark. The Flashpoint Paradox. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, the whole oh. show, both seasons. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, Batman yes. Under the Red Hood. I mean, these movies, they literally match up to almost any live action Marvel movie that's out there. You just need to take a look at them. I mean... And it's amazing because that's the part that they're really doing the best. And and a lot of that is really kind of taking like one shots. It's taking, you know, a couple of uh, comics, that particular story, putting it into animation. But... If, I've I've I had been watching a bunch of them lately and I and there's a little bit after a while where you realize they're all stories none of them are particularly connecting other than the characters. Right. It's like DC their the animation's fantastic. I I love that portion of it, but they're not even taking that and trying to stitch it into a singular universe, which is what they're trying to do with their movies to copy Marvel right. instead of taking the thing they're already doing well and keeping to yeah, that form. We, we, we yeah. know who Batman is. Right? Yeah. We know who the Green Lantern Can is. Can we stop yeah. just tell the shooting his yeah. parents okay, wait a second. Jesus. Right. and every time we introduce the <laughs> yeah. poor bastard, we yeah. know the they die. Little Bruce Wayne can only take so Martha. much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we have, to, we have to discuss this since we're on the, top, uh, the subject of Batman. Dead parents? Who is... <laughs> The worst Batman of all time. Oh, Jesus. Wow. We're taking a turn here. Titties George Clooney. (laughs) Because that suit with the nipples was horrendous. Yeah. Val Kilmer. They were some nice nipples, though. Michael Keaton. Are we judging them? Just the movies. Just the movies. We need to leave Val Kilmer out of this. Okay, after the... the, 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 We've done Val Kilmer too much injustice already. Uh, I'm your Huckleberry. And then we have (laughs) Christian Bale. Right, those are essentially the four cinematic. Now, you're saying Batman. Batman. Are, are we, we leaving Adam them? West out? Are we judging them he, by Bruce Wayne? Also, like a TV Batman. Did he ever do a movie? There was probably a movie. There, yeah, were, there, was a there movie. were movies. Yes. All right, so we'll bring Adam West into here too. Adam Who, West. Let me, say, let me tell you, as far as physiques are concerned, Adam West was the best out of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> he was your everyman. Shark spray man with the weak ass utility Shark spray. <laughs> shark spray. You gotta have shark spray I, in that utility. I have about. shark spray. And then the shark exploded. Car. By the way, I live the in shark Florida. Exploded. Of course, I have shark spray. Now the only thing when you're judging the Batman's is every time they did a series of movies, the tone was always different, and right. that Batman fit that tone. It's not like Superman, where a lot of the Superman movies, the tone was the same. Right. So you can judge the Superman a little more readily because they were going for a similar tone every they did. Okay, so Superman. let's let's just take it as if you had to go into a fight, right? Which Batman would you take <laughs> with you if you had to fight a supervillain, right? I personally, hands down, Christian Bale. 
That to me is the epitome of all the Batman. Now, Michael Keaton's a close second. I have like an affection towards those Tim Burton movies, and his portrayal of Batman was dope as fuck. But that's because you had me, Tim Burton. You had Tim Burton filming it. You know? yeah. yeah, dark, yeah. dark on but dark. To me, Christian Bale's Batman was the best Batman. Oh, and we can't forget Ben Affleck. I mean, we can forget Ben Affleck, but also Ben Affleck. Ooh, yeah, that Fleck. I would say, I would say, okay, yeah. I mean, if we're going with best. I'll go with you with that, Christian Bale. I think the fight scenes, mm. some of the fight scenes in those movies from like The Dark Knight and particularly Dark Knight Rises, were a little cheesy, a little slow. But hey, the Batman. I mean, Christian Bale had the physique, though. Yeah, he had the just, physique. All right, but what was it that Bane said? Listen, if uh, we're just... Uh, oh, if wait, wait, exactly. No, you summed it up. What was it that Bane said? When I watched The Dark Knight Rises, it was a fight between two guys with speech impediments. <laughs> you got one guy over there, like, where oh. Rachel? Where, where? And, then, and then the guy trying to come back at him. <laughs> 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 Listen, man, that, that was actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> Raj al Ghul versus Batman. That first Batman was fucking fantastic. It I was. Mean, that training? The troll oh training montage? On the yes. ice? Yes. On the ice? The yes. 80s montage? Yes. And, and I think the first movie alone, which gets overlooked because of the success of, of The Dark Knight. Yes. Um, I think... Uh, was it was, it was Batman Returns? Yes. Yes. I think that one... Um, I'd have to I'd say just that alone makes Christian Bale so the most two, intimidating. Uh, two for Christian Bale. Listen, what do you got? It's... If you're just going by the person when they're Batman, Bro, don't make it difficult. Not, just not think of Batman. Just think of Batman. It's, it's hard to not pick Christian Bale. Ah, it's, I mean, I I, I can love see, I can see why you, I love yeah. the fight scenes that Ben Affleck had when he had the cowl on. He wasn't playing Bruce Wayne when he's you know in that mm-hmm. that that room there and he's crawling along the ceiling and all that. Fantastic. Yeah. But they've shown so little yeah. of what he does. Yeah. Because they never built that universe out fully, where Christian Bale really is the only one that's had it his universe fully built out. Yeah, because even how- Michael Keaton didn't have and as much. He was much- tested against really dope villains. Like they had him really going in there. Yeah. Well, Chris- the whole training, Christopher Nolan did a great fighting. job. Yeah, he did yeah. a fucking great job. Yeah, but speaking of Mike- Michael Keaton, he's supposed to be playing in the Flash movie, Batman yes. again in the Flashpoint. In the Flashpoint, that's, are we, are that's we leaving up. Robert Pattinson out? That guy, man. Oh my god! That, that, movie, man. that movie he hasn't even, hit yet. How yeah, you, he, yeah, how he, he hasn't do, even been shown, and I hate him. How are you gonna do Cedric Diggory like that? If the rest of the movie looks like the trailer, fantastic. Yeah, because the trailer is ridiculous. I, I love where the with the tone of what they're he, going. Right, with he that. could be good, but. We haven't seen it yet. The so movie's not Batman's out yet. That we have. Seen I know we disregard your, we disregard your question, but the worst fucking Batman is George Clooney because he can't turn his fucking head in the suit. Yeah, I mean, come on. yeah, George come Clooney. On. Oh yeah, that one was. I, I mean, his, his head is one solid I, thing I, of rubber. I'd have I to mean, go with Val Kilmer. Really? Val Kilmer. I felt like he phoned it in, even though Bat Nipples suit <laughs> was bad. Um, for me, Val Kilmer, like he does a lot of things really great, and I love him in a lot of movies. I think he's a great character in that a lot was, of movies. That was Batman Forever. Yeah, but I didn't. I yes. didn't. I just okay. couldn't yeah. see him as Batman. Like no matter how much I enjoyed the movie for what it was, he took me out of it. I kept seeing Tombstone. Yeah, at least that's what you wanted to see. But you were watching Batman. Forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Who's your worst Batman then? Jesus, I think it's Jesus gonna, never played Batman. Gonna be, Don't bring him into this. Oh God! This may be another three, three for three for 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 uh, poor Val there. Because once once you, yeah, once you reminded me, God damn, it was bad. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like George Clooney kind of still had like 
a little bit of charisma, like playboy philanthropist. But he couldn't I mean? turn like, his head. No. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you? How Who do you steal yeah. all over again? <laughs> you, can't even, you can't even fight the Riddler if you don't turn your head. Like it's, 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 that's it. I mean, technically, the Riddler was kind of always a puss anyway, so like he can always get his ass kicked by Batman. But you know, not if he can't turn his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's 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 jump back into Marvel then, right? Uh, as far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe is concerned, I think they have done a great job. Yes. I think they've killed it every corner. But I'd like to discuss I mean, some of the older Marvel it's movies. It's the blueprint I think, for I what think, they're doing I think Star Wars. Marvel is the cinematic universe now. Really, I mean, isn't, really is. isn't Endgame like the highest grossing film of all time? I get choked up watching Endgame. I mean, <laughs> when that scene where like they're like, oh, on the your gates? left, oh, on your left, no. Cap, I'm like... <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> well, you have to think. I mean, when Endgame came out and the scene you're talking about, mm-hmm. spoiler alert if you haven't, if you've been living under If you rock. haven't seen it, go for it. But anyway, yourself. exactly. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, what, 15 years of yeah. film? Yes. 15, 16 years of film yeah. coming to a head? I mean, that's a generation. That's I mean, even the movie before Endgame, uh, the Infinity War. Infinity Wars, War, yeah. yeah. Me and my brother saw that movie twice yeah, in the theaters. back to back. And the first time we seen it, the movie theater was silent after the snap motherfuckers are dying and just fading out like people are crying in the <laughs> audience grown-ass people wearing iron man shirts like no you know like yeah they couldn't believe what was happening before their eyes there was actually a, a guy very intimidatingly said they better not kill the black panther oh, oh hell no <laughs> yes no, we might- better bring the black panther back we might have been we might have been in the same movie yeah. then because i remember that guy i remember fearing for my life i was like i remember thinking in the back of my head please don't do anything to black panther please don't do anything to black panther it just it just won an oscar don't do this we just got the black panther and you're gonna kill him as soon as he started to disappear as soon as he started to disappear the oh hell no guy was in my theaters too that movie the second time because we watched it the next day because half the people that were trying to come the first day didn't make it with us and they were able to get tickets the next day we went along the second time was so much better because knowing it was coming and getting to sit and hear the reactions and and i was laughing my ass off yeah no we, it was silent we laughing i was the only person making a noise that wasn't crying and i was laughing so hard as people were dying and people were offended oh yeah oh, oh yeah it was like when i watched the titanic not a marvel movie or a dc movie and the people are like bouncing off the ship like bing 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 and i i was laughing in the theater <laughs> women everywhere are crying like no leonardo and this and that and people are bouncing off of the ship dying i'm like that's fucking great i, I, I laughed in joker i laughed in joker when, yeah. when he reached out for the, the midget's legs i i yeah I, uh... another another great dc movie but think about that too like not to switch gears so quickly it was dark yes it was played well Joaqu- joaquin phoenix yeah. he's yeah. a monster murdered yeah. the role da, 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 dark like, yeah it like... was yeah but that's their lane and they should stay in it yeah you know i think that uh, or not necessarily stay in it, but that's where they shine the most. That's where they could far. expand off of, you know. Because after watching the Suicide Squad and no spoilers on it, I think Suicide Squad was done well. It was made for a mature audience. Don't bring your kids; you'll get offended. They also took somebody from Marvel so they can get it done right. Yes, yeah. but shout out they, to James Gunn. But they did a great job with it. It had just enough humor, and it wasn't forced. Full frontal male nudity. Which Ian loves. Um, <laughs> but also, it was just done for the right audience and done the way that people that follow the comics could enjoy. 
Well, the comic itself, yeah, it, it's a violent comic. The Suicide right. Squad. It's, it's in the, the fucking title. Squad. The Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. It's not the maybe Suicide Squad. It's no, the- it's the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's what they do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and when when you talk Leave about Marvel- Leave your fucking kids at home. <laughs> when you talk about Marvel and DC, like the impact on culture in, yes. as a whole is incredible, right? Even from when we were kids and like you had your groups, you had the nerds, you had the jocks, you had the goths, you know, like- Everybody knew what superheroes were, whether they wanted to admit it or not. Everybody kind of had a secret superhero in their back pocket that they were enjoying. The jock had, like, the Superman shirt, you know. The the kid that was in the corner loading his gun had the Batman tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Or or the Wolverine cigar. (laughs) (laughs) It made him easy to spot then. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Easy, Hey, Logan, I'm on your good side. Logan, hey. (laughs) Which Which was another movie that was done well. Was it rated R, Logan? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it needed to be. They, I think that's that and that's, actually took that, that X-Men to the next level. Like, Logan, to me, was probably the best of that and that's X-Men a, series. That's a chunk of the universe they're filling out, this kind of alternate uh, timeline. And it's because they've got the old man Logan. They're doing one with Hawkeye. So they're, they're filling out. It is very, very, very almost DC like dark yeah. dystopian everything went to shit are we going to get a, a a actual Hugh Jackman Deadpool crossover like, he's are we, been we he's been teasing it. it has to he's happen he's been teasing they that he each may other come for back. years it yes. has to happen i think so i think it would be great and if they do it we need to see Hugh Jackman in the traditional Yellow yes. and brown. Oh, it is Wolverine suit. Even if maybe it's just after a joke, the credits. Even if maybe it's just after the joke. credits. After it's the credits. Like, like, listen, Deadpool comes out. He's like, "Hey, I got a costume for you. Try it on." And then yeah. he walks out. He's like, "I'm not wearing this shit." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so you can pull it off that, with that. That is the one <laughs> thing he said <laughs> that he regretted was never getting on screen the actual from the comic outfit. Here's your opportunity. It's you know? time. And I think the it's two time, of them- Hugh. Why do you work out if not for the tight <laughs> blue and yellow spandex? Why, Hugh? Why the deadlifts? Why? <laughs> I, We're getting I off think, topic. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. No, I'm no. Sorry. It's all good. It's I all apologize. good. I apologize. I would love to see one of those movies, Wolverine, Deadpool together. To me, that would be fantastic. Yeah. I hope he, they do do it. He's, he's been teasing. He may come back. They kind of- officially brought Deadpool into the Marvel Cinematic. They did. He did the little thing with Korg where they were talking about his Free Guy movie. Yes, yes. Which was hilarious. Yeah, yeah I think that's great. So I, I, it, it's a nice little, like, he's here. Mm-hmm. Well, and we can a, use him. And technically, one of the people in this Black Widow movie they just, pay, just played um, was a mutant as well, and they officially... Said that he was a mutant. That he was a mutant. Interesting. Scarlett, so, Johans- Scarlett Johansson's a little on my, my heart. Uh, I don't know how to feel about her right now. Yeah. Scarlett. Like, listen, I will always love Scarlett Johansson, but for all the wrong reasons. Disney? Listen, like, how do you suit? Well, that's like going they, against the government. Like, you there, just. There was. Disney is the biggest corporation in the world. There's an yes. interview that Kevin Smith did, and, he's, and he actually talked about this type of stuff where it's super common. Because the accounting departments in a lot of these movies will do shit to make it look like they didn't make money. And then you, to get those documents, have to sue them to get them to then pass them off to your accountant so that you fucking get paid. So it's actually a very common practice to sue the person 
who's sitting next to you at the premiere. Wait, 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 wait. It's how you doing? So Good you mean job. that Disney doesn't want to pay these people, and they're Listen, making they're online making it seem like she is. The worst thing to come since the Antichrist. That's the, that's they're the like, Disney we're PR. We're ashamed of you, Scarlett Listen, Johansson. If she breached, PR, maybe. they're scolding her if on she, social media. If she breached her contract, they won't have fucking paid her. But they breached the contract on their end, and all of a sudden, she's the bad guy. That's great. They 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 breached Listen, the contract in upwards of fifty million dollars. Paint a villain. If you owe me fifty million dollars, yeah. I'm getting a fucking lawyer. Also, Mickey's up on That's his throne a lot in the of castle. Goddamn money. They Cruella DeVille her like yeah. right away. Listen, DC. <laughs> here's something DC did right. They saw that coming, and they went back into negotiations before releasing the movies on HBO okay. to satisfy their actors before they launched them there. So you're on Scarlet's side. In the movie business. Are you or are you? Do not sugarcoat this I, shit. I already said are, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Are you? I mean, maybe we don't have <laughs> all the information. Yeah. Uh, no. All what? The, the information came out. They yeah. actually. It they're, was, they're trying to screw up Jobber. Okay, e- even, even Marvel Studios, the head there, said he was embarrassed for the way Disney responded. Because uh, he said before the movie came out. That they need to work this out beforehand, and they just because it. this is her contract, and this is your big one of your biggest stars, and they refuse, and then they launch the movie that, in a way that goes against her contract without negotiating with her after they were told, and then they blamed her, saying, "In this world of COVID, how do you do something like this?" Throwing her under the bus Dang. as if she's responsible for the fact that they're releasing the movie. Against their you own contract, you would almost think as if she wasn't signed to do any more movies as the Black Widow. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's weird. weird. Yeah, like they had a so, replacement. So basically, for so basically her. Mickey's just sitting on his throne of children's skulls, just like, oh, we have to destroy our reputation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Gotcha. Yes. Loud yes, and clear. Yes. Damn. Damn. All right. So uh, such let, a wholesome family company Disney yeah. is. Oh. <laughs> so, so let me ask you guys then, right? Um, as as Wrapping this up. Wrapping if, it up? If you had to choose. <laughs> okay, well. I'm, I, I have no place to go. <laughs> if you had to choose between the two, and I'm encompassing everything, Marvel, DC. If you had to pick one. Like we can only reside in one universe you and give up the other forever? In one universe. And just cast the other away? Which would it be? It's Right now, it's Marvel. It's Marvel. There's, there's really not much of a question about it. I mean, DC's doing good with their animated stuff. Their live action is gone to shit. Mm-hmm. And they got the TV, but you, they, they won't acknowledge it. You need to watch Suicide Squad. You they need to watch it. acknowledge <laughs> any of the stuff well, they got on TV. You know what? You're right. We didn't bring up the fact that DC has a real strong foothold in the teen sector. Yes. With the CW. They have The Flash. They have Stargirl. They have... Black Lightning. They had excellent they shows. Had the Arrow. Smallville I was the. I enjoy them all. Was the creator the of all of it? The precursor of it all. Lois and Clark. Now I believe it is, or is it <laughs> Lois and Clark? Clark and Lois. I'm not sure. I watch. <laughs> it's, it's excellent. It's actually really good. It's, it's good. It's actually. I got I, last time I took you guys' advice. I was happy. So I'll take, <laughs> I'll take, I'll take a look. At it. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks. So, but for you, it's definitely the Marvel universe. Yeah, it, it's going to be Marvel. Okay. I'm, so then, with that said, if you had to pick one character out of the Marvel universe, who is your favorite? Favorite. Fucking Logan. Come on, dude. Oh, man. Seriously. Wow. Look at the wall. So wow. Logan right. versus like 
Weapon X versus Wolverine, like the Logan, old man Logan style Logan? I if you if you're going to pick a particular version, then yes, Logan, because when he's going by Logan is when he has all of his memory back. So he has all of his skills as a samurai, all of his skills as a detective, all of his skills as a Didn't shield even know he agent, had detective under his belt. All of his skills as Weapon X, all of his skills as be- when he was a spy in Madripoor. He's a monster when he has his memory back. Dude, love this. It. This answer was he had it. He had it in. He, I feel unprepared. So, so, all right, so <laughs> Ian, no pressure. Jesus no pressure. Christ. DC Universe, Marvel Universe. Oh, God. I mean, I've been a Superman fanboy my whole life, but even that, I I can't deny Marvel's success. And growing up, to touch on this, I mean, Stan Lee was just such a character. It's the one thing DC didn't have. He was like a larger-than-life, magical human being. Just He made it okay to yes. be a nerd he, he made it acceptable a fantastic showman and invited to buy the in. comics yeah. yes and, and when you hear these characters the fantastic four yeah. the amazing spider-man when you hear, when you hear the incredible his voice Hulk, iron man yes, yes. It, like he, the x-men he made them more than just freaking characters on the page when people and go ahead i apologize no, it's good. No, it's when, good. when people talk about <laughs> stan lee right they talk about the single greatest creator in comic book history, right? Yeah. He's created all of the greats, and he led the charge for Marvel Comics to be as big as it is. Yeah. Yes. Being the spokesperson, as right. he, he made said it, so eloquently. He, yeah, he made it such a, you know, his whole thing, Excelsior. I mean, he made, he made the whole thing so, like... Bro, he's know. got Method Man on his own Marvel <laughs> podcast, <laughs> right? saying quotes of Stan Lee. Yeah. 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 And when, you know, and when we lost him, it was like so tragic. The world felt like such a, like not, not quite as magic a place, you know? Yeah. I agree. And for that record, I'd like to say, uh, fuck Bill Maher, you know, for all the negative things that he okay, said. Let's, let's go and, into and, this Bill Maher. What, what, why do you hate him? Why do I hate Bill Maher? Because Bill Maher took it like the day, the, the, the week we lost Stan Lee, he goes on his shitty ass fucking, you know, Man. propaganda TV show and says, oh, the, the, the country is mourning the loss of a man that, that made imaginary characters. I just want to let you know, Bill, if I see you, it's on site. It's on site, you little yeah, big head motherfucker. Right. You better throw hands, that's bitch. Right. <laughs> I don't care if you're shopping with your kids, Bill. That's it's right. on. Listen, if you bring your cameraman, I got him. I got that's the right. cameraman. Thank you. Thank you. you. That's, that's friendship. That's friendship. So anyway, yeah. And he so, will bring the water. So yeah. <laughs> So yes, I mean that the Marvel. Marvel was a bit was was. I mean, I read both, but Marvel was definitely my childhood. Mm-hmm. And I mean, one character. Like, if I have to pick one fucking character, I mean, I don't know. I was an angry kid, mm-hmm. so I always wanted to just be able to get even angrier. Gwen Stacy. Yes. No. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'd go with the Hulk. I'd probably go with yeah, the Hulk. Man. And, yeah. I mean, Lou Ferrigno, the Hulk. Like he stapled Marvel like yes. TV. Back in the day, imagine being big enough as a human being to be the Hulk. To yeah. just be painted green, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and made the Hulk. No CGI, just paint him green. It's fucking wild. He's a Terrible. giant motherfucker. Still. Oh, he's yes. enormous. Still. He was enormous. He actually had an interview recently saying, "Like we need to get away from CGI and back to yeah guys like me being painted <laughs> green." He's like, "I'm still available. You guys want yeah. me? I got the wig." There, there, there <laughs> aren't too many people big enough to no. be painted green. No, no. And the, Hulk, the Hulk's act, what like nine foot tall. <laughs> Actually, the mountain could be a live action Hulk, right? Maybe he's what he six eleven. He's six eleven. He, he could pull the Lou Ferrigno. Could. Just don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't he still have, like bell palsy? Half his face is like. I think he still even does. better. At least partially. Hulk doesn't have bell palsy. Yeah, he could. 
Gamma radiation, man. Yeah, listen, immune to it. Yes. It regenerates. His face, his face would straighten out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is my angry face. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are going to have a female Hulk here soon. Yes. Because they already got all the casting lined up for all that. I'm right. both terrified and, and really turned good. on. It's actually the girl that played multiple roles on that British TV show, wasn't it? Uh, she played like different versions of herself. I imagine she has to be just jacked. It was good. It, yeah, uh, she's a great actress. Actually, I think she's going to do a good job. I'm, no, they're probably. Gonna, it's probably going to be the same thing where they CGI, CGI her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But but even cool. even the female version of Hulk, even She Hulk, she was never nearly as big as Hulk. She was no, just she as was powerful. Like, she was like lean, mean, and green. It was his cousin, yes. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, right. if I had to choose between Marvel and DC, um, and it's tough because I do, I'm, I'm I'm bringing everything, all the factors into play, the comics, the cartoons, the movies, and I do have. Don't do it, Nelson. Sit with us. Don't do it. <laughs> Keep going three for three. Keep going three for three. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. (laughs) For the Green Lantern. Like, the Green Lantern Mm. to me is my favorite DC character. But um, I'd have to go Marvel as well. I really have to. And Captain America is going to be my favorite superhero. I know that a lot of people like to find some characteristic that they... Uh, feel that they can embody in a superhero, something that they can take as a part of them. Like you said, ah, I get angry. I like the Hulk, yeah. Hulk smash. You break ribs when you're doing CPR. Hey, listen, I still <laughs> passed it. I'm certified, by the way. I passed Eddie, today. Eddie came out of the womb looking like an old man. So old man Logan, it makes sense. <laughs> does. You know what I mean? Look at the beard. <laughs> Nelson Rosa, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Fantastic. And, and for me, it's Captain America. You know, I served in the Army, infantryman myself. I like the ideals that Captain America was always fighting on the right side, whether other people thought it was right or wrong. He's like, this is my moral compass. Yep. I stick to it, even in, like, the Civil War, you know. Um, you just want to punch a Nazi. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> fair, fair. So if you know a Nazi, send them my way. Yeah, send them to the studio. I will punch them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> or just give us their address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, will deliver the punch. I don't know how safe that's going to be. <laughs> I'm on the door. Excuse me, sir. Are you a Nazi? Are you a Nazi? Why, yes, I am. <laughs> if it were Thank only you. that easy. That's a wrap. I think that was a pretty good uh, uh, podcast, but I, I have one last question for you guys. Oh, shit. Oh, man, this is deep. And, Somebody told me this the other day uh, at work, and I was just like, man, you're right. If you had to replace Chuck Norris. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to be a tough one. With one other character or person even, because hey, Chuck Norris is a real person. Yes. That's Who the, would it be? And I'm going to start this off and leave you guys fucked, because my pick is Keanu Reeves. Ooh. Oh, okay. John Wick, The Matrix, Constantine, doesn't touch people when he takes photos. The man is a legend. <laughs> so Okay, so they have to be a legendary figure that you want to just pick up the mantle of Chuck, of Norris. Chuck Norris and try Chuck to Norris run with. Chuck Norris is gone. To me, Keanu Reeves picks up the fucking belt and he walks away undisputed <laughs> champ. If it was John Wick, I would agree with you. Because be Keanu Reeves was the first person I thought of but it's his characters that are, and that in real life, he's one of the nicest people, apparently. But also does jujitsu. He does. Hey. He does. And, and 
you know, gun training and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, so he's a real life badass. I'm gonna say Rick Thank you Flair. for agreeing with me. I'm gonna oh. say Rick Flair. Rick say Rick Flair. Flair. Oh, oh my god. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I like it. He's flamboyant. Yeah. He's got um what what like sparkles and yeah. glitter oh, all over yeah. his fucking. I spent more money in yeah. this country than you made. <laughs> oh, there's no more American than Ric Flair other than maybe Hulk Hogan. But right, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Hulk Hogan's real name's Terry, so no. He, no yeah, anybody no, named Terry no. out the window. Sorry. <laughs> Terry. Sorry. Unless you're a girl. And yeah. Terry's. Yeah, Terry, then Terry's fine. Terry, you're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, but man, Terry. Man, Terry. You got to go I sit I can see with, why you got to go with Hulk. Yeah, you have to sit with men named Keith. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's just how it goes. Sorry, Terry. Keith and Terry. Keith and Terry if over I, there. If I got to pick someone, I think you guys are flawed. I think you can't replace Chuck Norris. So wait, you're gonna replace Chuck Norris with, with Chuck, Chuck Norris, Norris because, Norris. Boo, because cop out. that because that is what happens and it's Chuck Norris me. Oh, you don't fucking win. It's always Chuck Norris. That is true. Well, he, he Rock, does make fuck scissors. you. Put the music. Chuck Norris. <laughs> God damn. Jesus. All right, all right. Hey, listen. You can find us on all your social media platforms on Sofa Kingdom OFC. Nice. Woo. Join us next time. Don't forget to tell your friends to like and subscribe. We'll bring snacks. Yes, and I win. Keanu Reeves. How dare you try to replace Chuck Norris, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Chuck Norris once ran around the planet and punched himself in the back of the head. Yeah, that's true. Yes, yes. <laughs> I hear that uh, Chuck Norris's blood is the cure for COVID. <laughs> You want to defend Chuck Norris and you got no Chuck Norris jokes. The fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That was good. That was good. Solid. Solid. <laughs>